O Lord, stir up in us the flame of that love which burned in the heart of your Son as he bore his passion, and let it burn in us to eternal life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Jerry Seinfeld has a bit in which he talks about the difficulty of being a child. Wait up. That's what kids say. They don't just say wait. They say, wait up. Hey, wait up. Because when you're little, life is up. The future is up. Everything you want is up. Wait up. Hold up. Let me stay up. Parents, though, are just the opposite. Everything is down. Just calm down. Slow down. Get down. Sit down. Quiet down. Put that down. This sense of waiting for things to go up, to improve, is one that the psalmist also knows. We heard, be pleased, O God, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Come to me speedily. O God, O Lord, do not tarry. It's a psalm about living in the meantime, when it seems as if God is delaying and keeping us down. We all know what it is to wait. We wait for test results. We wait for a phone call to be returned. We wait for a package to be delivered. We wait for our spouse to get home from work. And sometimes the waiting is more intense than this. We call that longing. We long for an end to the war in Ukraine. For two years, we have been longing for the pandemic to end. We long for our children to be reconciled to one another. We long for a return of civility in politics. We long for a cure for cancer. Whether it is waiting or longing, though, we are not in control. We depend on things outside of our control to happen. Jesus, of course, knew the Psalms very well. Throughout his ministry, he often quoted them and refers to them throughout his passion. Psalm 70 is certainly one that Jesus would have known. In Holy Week, he is waiting for his betrayal, arrest, and crucifixion. And this is a Psalm I would imagine that he had on his mind. Deliver me, make haste to help me, come to me speedily, O God. Though we all go through suffering, and even when we recognize that suffering is a pathway to glory, as this evening's collect puts it, we'd rather not linger in the suffering. If we have to suffer, let's just go ahead and get it over and done with. Sometimes, though, the trials last longer than we would prefer. Psalm 70 shows us how to wait when it seems like God tarries. The first thing to do is to make a petition, to name before God the fact that we are waiting and longing for something. Now, we might intellectually know that God is with us, but there are times when we need to feel that more than know it. And prayer is a splendid way to put ourselves in that place where we can be met by God. Maybe it is meditative prayer at home, or just coming midweek to sit in this church in quiet, 
spending time in nature or receiving the sacrament of the Eucharist, however you want to do it, creating space to be still and know that God is with us is vitally important as we wait. So often in scripture, we see Jesus in prayer and it is for this very reason. We do not wait alone, but sometimes it can feel that way because we are just rushing from one thing to the next. This psalm though is an invitation to share our unsettled waiting with God. In the psalm, we then find the voice of complaint. The psalmist complains about enemies and adversaries. Now there's a difference between complaining and blaming. I am not suggesting that the solution is as simple as telling God all the people that are causing you problems, but it is important to be clear and specific about the issue at hand. God is a God of reconciliation, but if we cannot name the fact that we are estranged from someone, it's awfully hard to be reconciled with them. When we complain about our spouse, or children, or siblings, or neighbors, or boss, or coworkers, or priest to God, then we are naming that there are things between us and them that are not as God would have them to be. And that honesty creates the space, sometimes even the desire, for reconciliation to happen. Having put ourselves in God's presence and made our complaint, we then put our hope and trust in God to do something about it. We heard Psalm 70 say, let those who love your salvation say forever, great is the Lord. When we wait, we are essentially calling out for God to be God. We know that the resolution to the situation is not something that we can achieve with brute strength, dumb luck, or paying off. It will take something bigger than us, something beyond us, and that is why we wait and call out to God. Sometimes the only resource we have is a plea. The only option we have is prayer, and that is a gracious plenty. In our need, we are poor, lacking the resources to save ourselves, and so we put our trust in God to be our helper and deliverer. Our plea is that God will come quickly to help us. It's certainly a prayer Jesus would have prayed in Holy Week. And so when we beg God, do not tarry, we are in good company. Indeed, sometimes it does seem like God is delayed, like justice is denied, like deliverance has been deferred. And to be clear, I have no answer for this. I cannot claim to know the mind of God. I have not been appointed with defending God. What I can say, though, is that Jesus put his trust in his loving Father. After he had been betrayed, beaten, and crucified, he still calls out to God. He trusted and knew that God would deliver him. Perhaps God does not always move as quickly as we would like, but I think it's also true that we do not always move as quickly as God would like when it comes to repentance 
forgiveness, justice, and generosity. But God waits with us with mercy. And in our time of need, God likewise waits for us to receive the salvation that we have been given. Because Jesus may well have uttered this psalm in Holy Week for God to come quickly, Jesus himself becomes this prayer for us. Deliverance has already been given to us, and any time we call on the name of Jesus, he will indeed come quickly to our side. Maybe not to make the problem go away, but to be with us as we face it. And having Jesus on our side changes everything. Whatever delays we might be facing in our cries for help, the love of Jesus is more enduring and more powerful than whatever it is that we face. When we cry out, O oh Lord, make haste to help us, we can be confident in knowing that deliverance is already ours in Jesus. Amen.